Yes, I'm back. Yes, I'm really back. You didn't think I'd do it again, but I'm back to make you laugh. Oh, wait a minute. Is that our favorite intro song? Will she ever get an intro song? We'll never know. <laughs> Hi, besties. It's McCall. And guess what? Yeah, you guessed it. Mm -hmm, that's right. You're listening to With Peace and Love. And who's your host? Oh my gosh, wait. I'm your host, McCall, your bestie, your lover, your friend, um, still having on Halloween Horror Nights, girly, waiting for fall to kick in, girly, super pumped for fall, girly, but when is fall going to hit, girly? <laughs> I'm your girl, if you haven't guessed it, but I am so glad to be back for another fun episode of the pod, and this week, guys, the title of the episode is called Honesty Hour, and I was like, what am I going to talk about? I gotta get honest with everything that happened with the man with the boots, just life in general. And I was like, let's just call it honesty hour. I have a few topics that I just have really been wanting to talk about. And I'm like, let's just get honest. Let's just get real. Let's just be honest. Mm. Let's just be real. If you know what that is, we're best friends. Okay. If you guys have loved the drama from the man with the boots, please send me a sparkle emoji because so many people have tuned into listen to the drama and we're going to get into it. We're going to, I'm going to tell you guys the, the story, the tea, because I know everyone's sitting on the edge of their seats. I've been getting a lot of text messages, a lot of DMs, and I'm like, you're just going to have to wait for the episode of the pod. But guess what? It's Wednesday when the episode drops and it's time for the tea. I'll get into the weekly check-in. If you've been here for some time, you already know what's up. It's going to take a few minutes to chat about myself and how my week's been. And oh my gosh, I need to put my phone on do not disturb because every time I do not do that, something insane happens and we don't have time for that oh thank god i did that um and then we'll get into honesty hour and i'm gonna do it if you guys haven't listened to paolo sardi's podcast which is accidental hater which is on spotify and um apple podcast where i listen to my podcast right please tell me i'm not the only person out there who listens on apple podcast i'm gonna do a poll again to figure out where everyone listens to their podcast because I'm an Apple podcast girly. Like for some reason, having the app solely be for podcast, I've just been into it. I think that's literally how I got into podcast and I don't listen to podcasts on Spotify. I don't. Spotify is for music. That's it. And maybe a book if I'm feeling like super, super, super spicy. Um, and like waves, like the wave sounds so I could, well, I used to fall asleep to that, but now I don't. I'm a big girl now. <laughs> I'm a big girl now. <laughs> Guys, it's chaotic hour. You know why? Because I'm recording at 9.32 at night. And you're like, McCall, why are you recording at 9.32 at night? And I'm like, mm, I just vibe better at this time. I've, I've gotten so much done during the day. And I like recording during the day because I can like look out of my window, fresh air, this and that. But there's just something about recording at 9 30 at night like the pressure that i'm like i've got to do it kicks in and i'm then i'm just like chaotic and having fun and i'm just having a blast so there's that anyways if you haven't listened to pella's um episode that i'm on called quirky i think it's called let me look it up let me not let me not be trick crazy oh my god it just went away anyways it's accidental hater and I, I believe the episode is called we are so random and quirky and she's at the timer for five minutes and we just talked about random topics so i'm basically gonna do the same thing i'm gonna set a timer because i feel like that will because i could talk about everything on my list for 
quite some time but i was like maybe let's not do that let's reel it in so i'm gonna reel it in for you guys um but let me just get into the weekly check-in like let's get into it let's just talk about the tea um what should i do first the man with the boots or why i'm back into pickleball and line dancing mm, let's get into the man with the guys i'm gonna be so honest with you guys i'm gonna be so honest and like the only people that know about the situation are the people that listen to the podcast if you don't listen to the podcast you don't know about the situation sorry okay i don't ever really divulge like my love life my dating life with like like i only tell a very few of my friends i don't know why i've just always been like that but I was like, this is this tea, this drama is too good to not freaking share with the besties on the podcast. And so I'm just telling you guys, like, if you are listening, you are the only ones that know. Sorry. And well, my clients at work because I had to tell them tea. But obviously, that's it. So, okay, let's, first of all, let's get it out of the way. I am not talking to him anymore. And everyone's going, <gasps> at home and like in their cars at work wherever they are like in the library they're like gasping for air right now you're like i'm so confused what happened what's going on okay so let me first of all i deleted the text messages from my phone and that's that okay so where did we leave off guys okay i got the random text okay i got the text on tuesday oh my god what a wild ride it's so weird like i know you guys like get to the story but i'm like listen this is my podcast the wild ride of the fact like i got a text while i was listening to the podcast and i was like while i was recording the podcast and i'm just like still in shock that that happened and like going back and listening and like watching videos of just like that era i'm like i'm gonna need more of that in my life because like my adrenaline's rushing i was just filled with life i was so excited and as i should note i'm not a drama girl i don't like drama with friends i don't draw drama with people i'm out like i'm gonna tap out of that that's not for me I'm a straightforward person. I like to have a good time. I like to be sweet. But like drama and all that, I'm good. So this was like a little tea. This was like a little fun. It was like a little party. And I'm just going to need more of that because it was just what a time to be alive. Okay, anyways. So um, he texted me Tuesday, literally while I was recording the pod. And then he said something like, oh, like he thought that I, that somebody hit his truck. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I was like, haha, oh gosh, never. I'm just going to read you some of the text. And I was like, oh gosh, never. And I was like, wait, how old are you? Because he asked how old I was. And he was like, I'm 29. And I worked at a country bar. And if you guys remember, I was like, if you don't have a girlfriend, like, let me know if you want to go like line dancers. And because he had cowboy boots on. So my assumption would be, you want to go, you want to go line dancing? Am I wrong? Like, tell me that I'm wrong, guys. I'm not wrong. I don't know. Like, maybe that's a bad thing. But I don't know. Boots are kind of like, you want to go line dancing? <laughs> don't wear boots if you don't want to go dancing anyways he was like i'm not much of a fan of line dancing i was like okay i totally get that most people i know aren't into it either and i was like what do you like to do for fun and then he was like telling me about like what he likes to do like the outdoors and they worked for a country bar so it's like not a thing anymore and he likes the gym and he likes going to the movies and golfing and camping and scuba diving like literally me i was like that's me i'm like do i golf no do i go scuba diving no but i do love the outdoors i'm an outdoors remember guys for months i've been telling you guys on the pod i'm like i'm an outdoor girl I'm into Purvy Outdoors. This is an outdoor man. Um, okay. So I was like, blah, 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 blah. I like the outdoors and stuff like that. And then I was, I. so if you are following me on social media, you'll know I posted the text where he was like, 
I was like, can you tell me what you were wearing on Monday night? Because I asked him if he was wearing cowboy boots. Anybody could say yes. So I was, everyone was like, make sure you're not being catfish. I'm like, good point. So I asked him and I was like, can you tell me what you were wearing on Monday? And he told me exactly, which is the text. And I'll read it for you. Cause like, what a time to be alive, guys. When I tell you, I was screaming when I got the text. Cause I was like, the odds, it's just, sometimes the odds are in your favor, which they were for a few days for me. And they're not in your favor. And that's okay. It really is okay. Anyways, he said, I can't talk or speak or read. Honestly, I kind of like that I don't know what you look like. It's fun getting to know someone. A nice change of pace because everything is so superficial with dating apps nowadays. First, I was wearing a white t-shirt and faded blue jeans with boots. I'll send you photos so you know I'm not a catfish. And guess what, guys? He sent me photos. And when I tell you, I was like, that is my man. That is him. I'm screaming. I'm screaming because I'm like, the only person that would know what he's wearing is him. It's him. Like, what are the odds? I put a note on three different trucks with Tori and we've the only person that responded is the man in the truck in the boots. I'm like screaming. I'm screaming. Anyways, what a time. What a time. My guys, you don't understand. I was on cloud nine. I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Anyways, we texted a little bit. He told me about his dog. He sent me a picture of his dog and he asked me if I like coffee and I said, and no, because I do not like coffee and I'm not going to pretend to like something for a man just so I can go on a date. That's dumb. And I was like, but I do like chai tea. And he's like, let's grab some tea. Let's go grab some tea. And I was like, let's do it. And then I was like, what's your name? And then he told me his name. And now that I know his name, guys, I'm not going to dox him. I would never. Okay, it starts with a no. I'm just kidding. I would seriously never. Never, 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 never. There's only no world in which doxing somebody is appropriate, by the way. I just want to put that out there. Um, so obviously I looked him up on Instagram, like, and shout out to Paula. I looked him up and I found a profile, but it was private, and I was like, well, I can't really see. And then I also looked on Facebook, but I got lazy and I was like, you know what? Whatever. I've made it this far without finding finding out more about this man. It's probably fine. But I went over to see my friend Paula, shout out, and she found the same profile and was like, it's him. She liked <laughs> When I tell you I have some of the coolest and greatest and most amazing friends in the world, I really do. She like, finds, she's, so I show him the picture of him that I have and she's like, that watch is the watch in the profile picture, which is on Facebook. And she's like, that motorcycle, <laughs> it was like just all these things. She was like, that's him. And I was like, oh my God, we found him. He's private, but my boss from my wedding job was following him. And I'm like, what the freak? And Paula was like, text and ask her if he knows him, if she knows him. And I was like, no. I was like, yeah. So I've already made it this far. I've already made it in past the matrix. You know what I mean? Like, may as well go all the way. So I text her. And then, again, if you're following on stories, sorry, this is repetitive. But if you're not, um, I posted like the screenshot of what my boss said. Oh, it was in close friends. Sorry, I couldn't like dox my my boss. And she's like, why are you sharing messages for me? Anyways, she texted back saying that she knew him when like they were in high school and that he went to the military and he seems more disciplined now. Um, And like he was like, you know, a nice guy then. But like she can't really speak too much on him like now because she doesn't know him like that now. But from what she can see like on social media, he's fine. So I was like, okay, good stuff. Good to know. And then I tell him when I'm free and he's like, okay, next weekend, which would be this upcoming weekend, right? To get tea. And I was like, okay, sounds like a plan. And then Paula was like, when I was with her was like, cause I was like, I feel like I should send him photos of myself because I feel like, okay, let's just be, let's honesty hour guys. It's silly honesty hour. I'm black and you can't expect, 
you're not everybody's cup of tea regardless of whatever culture or skin color like everyone is not everyone's cup of tea and that's why you have certain people in your life and you don't have other people in your life that's pretty much that so I just like knew in my mind I would need to send him photos because I can't just be like show up <laughs> he's like expecting somebody else completely different which is fine so Paula was like told me what to say she was like just say like and since you sent me two pictures of you I think it's only fair that I do the same um so I did and then I didn't hear back from him and I was like okay now a lot of you are going to be riding in the streets which hey if we're going to riot, you tell me where, what like overpass we're going to do. Let's, and then we'll dox him there. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But let's not ride. It's not a big deal. At first I was like, oh my gosh, like, is he going to answer me? Blah, blah. Cause he told me he was going to be busy during the weekend. And then like, I sent him the, the photos on Friday. It's Saturday. And I was like, mm, that's the end of the line for me. And I got to talk to my friend Shaz yet. I'm like a blocker. I am a blocker. Like I will block you so fast you're being blocked. Like, I can't stand you. I don't want anything to do with you. Get away from me. So I was like, I just want to block him, blah, 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 blah. And it's really because I just want, I always want the upper hand and everything. I'm a controlling girly. We've been finding that out a lot at 27. I love control. And when I feel like I don't have control, I feel very like anxious and overwhelmed. And I don't like that feeling. Like I don't like waiting for somebody to text me back. I don't like that feeling. Like when you, not like everybody else, but like when you like somebody, I hate that feeling. I'm just like, either text me or don't. Like, I don't want this like, oh my gosh, like whatever. So Chazi was like, gave me good advice. And was like, don't block him. She was like, you have the upper hand. She was like, he doesn't even know like that you're like freaking out. She was like, he doesn't know that. And I was like, oh my gosh. And so I didn't blog him and he hasn't answered me. And that's that. Guys, that is the tea. That is, I am so sad only because like, what a freak. I just, what a story to like met at the very least. And like, he does not know like the trouble that we went through to find him. Like we does not know. Went into a theater, tried to find this man. Did not find him. Made three notes, went to the valet, asked to borrow a pen. Picked three trucks in a parking lot found him like he doesn't know i'm like how could you how could you not think we were soulmates we are soulmates no i'm just kidding but that's the other that's that's the tea guys that's the story this is my story this is my song praising my savior all the day long that's that and again like at first i was like a little sad but like not even sad but just like bummed and it's okay to be bummed because like it was just so exciting and i was like what am i gonna tell the besties on the pod like i have no tea but that's the tea sometimes sometimes you win some sometimes you lose some and i can just not tell you guys like i've never been so happy getting all these messages from you guys and like chatting about it and just like talking to people more and it's just been so fun and i i will be sharing more tea let me just get into well let me finish the weekly check-in and then we're getting into honesty hour or should i just go into honesty hour because i want to start like talking about things i want to talk about let's just do it let's just do it okay we're gonna i'm gonna do a little five minute for each topic but this basically flows into what i was talking about okay are you guys ready for the first one online dating let's talk about it for five minutes okay the reason why so again this is more of like a podcast exclusive because i don't really talk about this with everybody so if somebody listens that hasn't heard the podcast and is shocked that they're finding this information out sorry i'm so sorry but I had to tell the besties first. I was online dating for mm, like a year. I've done it maybe like a year. I don't think it's been more than a year. Maybe like a year and a half. 
because I stopped online dating in like May maybe of this year and I started online dating like so it was probably less than a year like last year in the fall and I've never liked it I've never enjoyed it I don't I, it's really not the guys online like I know a lot of people are going to be like it's men it's men it's men no it takes two to tango I like my profile super cute like information about me super cute like love it when people message me I'm already have the ick for them I don't know where that comes from <laughs> like I'll I'll like I so I've only ever been on hinge and then I've did bumble for a little bit but I hated it because I was like I'm really giving you guys the tea right now because I didn't like that like I'm I'm just like a old-fashioned girly and I'm not gonna be afraid to say that I'm not gonna be if you guys are more on the progressive side where you're like and I think women can ask men out I think that's fine but I just didn't like like I have to start the conversation first and like honestly like I can tell a lot from a guy from how he starts the first message and it's like people are gonna be like well what about you like they can tell a lot from you but I'm just gonna say hey and what they say to hey is gonna be huge because here's the thing girls can talk for days and hours and years and months but like men it's very telling of like if they're talking to other girls based on like their times of like messaging you and like what they're saying to you and if it's like surface level or, or I'm my biggest indicator if they're interested is if they ask you questions if they don't ask you questions ladies they don't care sorry besties like that's the tea for me like I start there'd be so many conversations on hinge bumble and then I was like on upward for a little bit hated that experience we'll never go back um just because like guys if they men if they care, they will ask you questions. They'll be like, how's your day? How are you feeling? Like, you'll say something and then they'll be like, oh, like, tell me more about that. Like, that's when a guy cares about you. If they don't ask questions, they don't care. They're not interested. And one thing I always say about men is like, they don't ask questions they don't want answers to. They don't. They're not like girls where like, we can make literally something out of nothing, conversation out of nothing. Whether They don't care. Men do not care. And I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a therapist or whatever, but I just... I'm a very observant girly. I always have been. And like, I observe men closely, especially growing up without a father. I feel like for so long, they were like such a mystery to me. I was like, what's going on here? I was always like, what's their ulterior motive? Like, what is genuinely what's going on here? So I'm very observant of men. And like, they just don't, they don't really do small talk. So online, if like, they want to know more about you, they're going to ask. So I did online underlying dating from like last fall to like this spring and had like a little something last fall that was cute that was so fun and then like after that I really couldn't get over it because I had such a good experience with this one person and I had been online dating for a while don't think it was like right off the bat it was like a little bit and then I had this really good experience with this guy and I was like oh my god I'm in love this and that this and that then I went off and I was just like I'm never gonna have the same chemistry like there was nothing it was so dry online like after that like just the guys were just so dry and so annoying like not asking questions and they just like compliment you and like okay cute like thank you so much for thinking i'm beautiful and hot and like blah blah blah, this and that but like do you not want to talk about like religion you don't want to talk about politics you don't know if i want kids you don't want to talk about like what kind of like car drive you don't want to know what i do for work like they don't want to know anything and that's very alarming to me with online dating and that's why I I never say never in life anymore because I used to say that all the time about so many things. Never say never. 
but I really don't. Oh my God. I have only like a few seconds. Like I don't want to go back to online dating. I don't want to. I really want to meet somebody in person because I can observe them. I can see how they are with their friends and their family. And yeah, like I, it's not for me in this season. Obviously that could change because I'm so bored guys. Like I am bored. I want tea. The tea from last week that was hot piping off the stove. I'm trying to give that all the time. My friend, um, my friend's friend, Jasmine, um, she just always has some tea and I love it. Like I always thought I'd have her own podcast because she goes out on dates and she meets people and she has stories and I feel like she could give great advice to people who are online dating. Like I think that she'd be the best person for that. And I only have a few things up, but like, I don't know what I'm going to do guys, but pray for me. Know that there's somebody out there for me and like that there's a little drama and tea for the fall. Okay. That's all I, all I want is like a little something for the fall. It's cupping season. Okay, I'm done with that one. On to the next. Have we been to the moon? Guys, the only reason I want to talk about this for five minutes straight is because I've actually been baffling with it. No, I've been baffled by it for weeks now. I think Paola was the one who told me. So she's like, we haven't been to the moon. And I was like, or maybe I was listening to a podcast, whatever. Somebody mentioned it. And I was like, what do you mean? Wait, what do you mean? no seriously (laughs) what do you mean and after that i've just been like somebody they were it was a h3 podcast maybe honestly it was a h3 podcast and i talked about the palette but they were saying like we've only been to the moon once and it was in 1969 okay years ago like eons ago and we haven't been back since like we have not landed on the moon since okay we've sent rovers it's not we've never sent a man to the moon and so they were like we don't think an actual person has been to the moon and i'm like wait that's kind of tea though like piping hot kind of the tea because like they could literally just made a green screen like if we've never been to the moon they can make up what the moon looks like that's what i'm saying i'm like don't we have rocks from the moon i don't know it's just it's not adding up but it also is because that's a like back then faking it would be a lot easier back then than now now i'm like where's the rocket where's the selfie where's the tweet from the moon like where's all of that back then they didn't have wi-fi they didn't have so like they didn't have none of that so like there would be no way like tracking devices there's r- literally no way of like knowing if they went to the moon so that's why i'm like what if we've never been to the moon and it's like america like america's greatest conspiracy which hey t and let me be the first to tell you, I wouldn't be surprised. If we haven't been to the moon, it would not shock me. It would not keep me up at night. I'd be like, okay, cool. Another thing is like, I think attachment to going to the moon is like, why can't I just build a rocket to go to the moon? What does that do to America? Like why? Like, I, I think there's literally regulations like you cannot build a rocket to go to the moon. I cannot confirm or deny that. Don't quote me on that. Don't put that on threads. But, like, I literally think, like, you cannot build a rocket and try to go to the moon yourself. And I'm like, if you want to try to do that, like, it, it's weird with inventions. Like, I think there's restrictions. It's like, so you guys don't want me to build a rocket to the moon because you guys haven't been to the moon yet and you're mad about it. Is that what you're trying to tell me? Is that what you're trying to tell me? Because I'm building a rocket. I'm going to the moon myself. Like, it's so interesting. It's like, if somebody wants to buy themselves, design something and do that, you don't own space. You don't own the sky. And especially if they're from like 
they live in America, it's even better for us if they do that. It's like, it's going to go in like the, I was going to say yearbook. It's going to go in like history books. People are going to talk about like this person for years and years and years to come. They'll be like, they were from Ohio. I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't know. Let me know your guys' thoughts because half of me is like, we've been to the moon. We've landed on the moon, Neil Armstrong, and then another guy went, landed, stood next to him 16 minutes later. I did a little bit of research and that's as far as I got. But like, the other half of me is like, we've never been to the moon. <laughs> and like, there's nothing that I can do about that situation except just be like, okay, just like shrug it off and like, I don't know, move on with my life essentially. I don't know. That's my thought. Done with that. Um, next, this is going, I don't know how I'm going to do this topic in five minutes because I have a lot of concerns, comments, questions, and like things that I want to say about this situation, but let's get into it. Family vloggers, aka, uh oh, aka influencers, like family influencers. If I'm going to be honest with you guys, I think we need to put an end to it. Like, I think we need to put a stop to family vlogging, like having your kids in vlogs. And I get it, like America, freedom, 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 freedom. But let's be honest, everyone knows about the whole Eight Passengers YouTube channel that is was run by Ruby Frank, who had six children and then her husband. So that's why it was called Eight Passengers. She, I believe, lives in... I'm not doxing her. This is public knowledge, but she's Mormon. And I believe that Utah, I think. Eh, Don't quote me on that. Um, So she obviously went to jail. Also trigger warning. Just skip literally five minutes, skip forward, and then we'll be done with this. Obviously, she's in jail right now for child abuse because her, one of her kids snuck out of her friend's house, who's also a psychologist, not also, is a psychologist or therapist and was like oh just so twisted anyway snuck out of her house with like duct tape on his arms and was malnourished and was like begging the neighbors for food and water why is somebody who runs a youtube channel who's literally in the public eye first of all how on earth did she get away with this for literally years and like how the heck like it just sickens me that like you were online for years like having your kids on there making money off of them and then not feeding them or giving them water it doesn't make sense to me like we have got to put i'm sorry like there's been so many problems over the past few years with like these family vlogs and enough is enough i don't need to see i don't need to know about your little kid who's four or five or six or seven years old i I don't need to know anything about them at this point in my life if you're not over 18 i don't want to know i don't want to see you on social media like genuinely what are you talking about what are you doing go to school going out with your friends go to the beach i don't care but it's like why do you have your like little four-year-old like you're just got the freaking camera in their face all the time and on of course age three i love this point that they made where they were like okay what about child actors and they were like child acting is such a process and yes parents can force their kids to do that too don't think that they can't but there's like the audition process like the uh uh-oh sorry i gotta chew gum i gotta get gum um screen test this and that like there's all these like steps that you have to go through and there are child working laws in hollywood that have been set in place for years now versus like family vlogging there is no off switch 
there is no personal downtime. Like you're just always having a camera to face. And obviously that's not the case for every single family, but for the most part, that's what vlogging is. Vlogging is basically taking your everyday life and filming it. Like you're on a freaking reality show without signing without signing any papers or anything like that or getting any money or getting any food or water. Like these kids are literally just, they can't even grow up because their mom's pulling them to the side to like have discussions with them on camera. And it's just like so disrespectful. And I get it. Like they're kids, but, and a lot of people are going to disagree with me and be like, they're kids. Like their parents can do it with them with whatever they want. But like kids are not property. They're people. And just because they're young and naive doesn't mean that like you get to do whatever you want with them. They're not property. They are people that deserve space, that deserve to say yes or no to doing certain things, like being in a vlog. Like I'm not, those kids probably don't want to be filmed anymore, especially with whatever they were going through. Heck no. So literally a minute left. I knew this was going to happen. I have so much more to say. I know a lot of people that have kids enjoy family vlogs. So like they want to see into other families and see what they're doing for fun or like how they talk to their kids or how they dress their kids or whatever. But it's like, just go to Instagram and look at pictures of kids. I'm sorry, guys. And even that is bad because there are creepy people out there and like putting your kids out there is just insane. And I get it. I don't have kids. So people are like, what do you have to say? But it's like, I was a kid once and I couldn't, obviously I would have loved it when I was younger because I didn't know any better. And I don't think my situation would have gotten as bad as eight passengers, but you never know. But it's just people putting their little tiny babies in the, in the, the limelight without any regard for like how it will affect them is so bad. And there's just no regulations for, except in like one state where it's like, if your kid is like in like, 20 or 30 percent of your content you have to save money put it in like a thing a trust or whatever that they get when they're 18 i'm literally going over time but there's just other than that there's really no rules and regulations on youtube which is where like the majority of these vlogs are going and i'm not blaming youtube people can put their own content out but it's like don't encourage this kind of behavior by allowing people not allowing but like they're uploading stuff and it's like there was a lot of red flags. Go and watch the stuff, guys. I can't talk about it anymore because my time's up. But there's a lot of red flags in this woman's content, which is all mid white, but you can find it on TikTok or Instagram, where it's just like she made one of her sons sleep on the floor for like seven months because he did a prank to his little sibling that they were going to Disney. And I think it's on film. So I'm like, who filmed that? You did? Like the mom or did the kid film? And even then it's like a harmless, it's not harmless, but it's like, okay, it's a bummer. That wasn't a great thing to do. If you're really like annoyed by it, ground him for a month. But making him, I literally was in my car today and almost got sick. I was like, you made him sleep on a freaking, I think it was like a beanbag for seven months. Cause that like, he's a growing kid. His back is probably messed up. It just made me disgusted to be honest with you guys. Like, sorry, went overtime, but I'm in overtime. It's football season. Like, don't do that. And I don't, I don't follow any flammy vlog. Again, I don't have kids. Maybe that's why I'm not drawn to them. But like, I don't want to see what you're doing with a little three or four year old. Like, take them to the park and have a good day. Like, bye bye. You know what I mean? I don't know. On to the next. Sorry. Homeschooling. Okay. I was homeschooled. Now I'll just make it short and sweet. I was homeschooled my whole. I'm making it short and sweet for the intro of this. I was homeschooled my whole life from kindergarten to high school. And I basically finished early, um, except for literally one math class. And I would have, so I would have graduated when I was 16, but I ended up graduating when I was 17 because, or 18, because 
I didn't have one of my math classes done. So I could have gone to college early. I could have done all these things early, but I couldn't because I need one more math. All that to say, there's pros and cons. Everyone always asks me, like, did you like being homeschooled? Blah, blah, blah. I did not love being homeschooled, but I had a lot, I think I had a lot of a better experience being homeschooled than a lot of other people that have gone down that path because I was in co-ops, which are just um, a bunch of families who are also homeschooling that come together like either once a week or once a month and the parents teach different classes or they can do STEM or whatever. And so I love that. I was in a co-op for a few years that I absolutely loved. It was like bigger. It was like felt more like a charter school kind of thing where I went, I, we went once every week. We went We went once a week. We went once every week, like when you're just trying to overcomplicate something. Um, and they had they had a drama, they had a drama group, so I was in drama. They had um, writing and math and all this stuff, and it was really fun. I did that for like a couple years, and it was my favorite time of being homeschooled because I felt like I was going to school. I felt like a more normal kid. Um. And the pros were I got to start working at a young age. And I know a lot of people are going to say stuff. And trust me, we're going to, everyone wants to know the tea of like how I was raised and why I don't talk to my mom and stuff like that. We're going to get into it. That that episode is coming sooner than you think. So like buckle up and get prepared because that bomb is about to drop. Um, but I was a social butterfly, even though like I was more on the shy side. I loved being around people. I loved being involved and I wanted to be in different, you know, extracurriculars. If I went to public school, I would have been a cheerleader and would I have been a little hoe and not that all cheerleaders are hoes. I just would have been a hoe. That's just me. And God saved me from that. Like genuinely, like I'm telling you, I would have been a hoe because I just would have been like cute in this little outfit, walking around, talking to people, chit-chatting, do whatever. Um, and that wouldn't have been great. So um, I'm glad, I guess, for that. But I also, again, wish I went to public school to actually have like a pub, like to say that I went to a school. Because it's very hard when you're filling out forms. You're like, people are like, what school did you go to? And you're like, homeschool. And they're like, where is it located? And I'm like, at home. <laughs> like, no, the street. I'm like, I, whatever house I was in at the time. <laughs> And so that's the only thing that sometimes I get really embarrassed by. And I'm like, I was homeschooled. But like, now that I'm older, nobody really cares. Like, you know, I'm just, I'm always like, yeah, I was homeschooled. And people are like, oh, really? Like, they can't really tell. I'm 27. I've been around. I've seen the world. I've been to, you know, school and stuff like that, like Bible college and stuff. So I'm more rounded than if I just gotten out of high school and been like, yeah, I was just homeschooled. People would have been like, what the freak? Um, what I, will I homeschool my kids? No, absolutely not. I would like to do some sort of like charter where they go three days a week and they're home two days a week so that they get that experience of being out with other kids and other people, but they're also home with me a little bit more than kids that go to public school. Like, I just want to be a little bit more in my kids' lives than, you know, if the Lord allows it. You know what I mean? You know, there may not be the funds for that, but if there is, I just want my, I want to be more involved in my kids' lives than my parent was with me growing up. So that's my thought of being homeschooled. And like, I wasn't ever bullied, so that's a that's a huge pro. I'm not going to public school. I could have gone to public school and literally hated it and been bullied and made fun of and this and that, but I didn't experience any of that. And so that's another huge blessing is not having to kind of have that past trauma 
in my life i'm just like oh yeah my trauma is i was homeschooled i was in my home doing school all the time so there's that moving on okay i was thinking of this one today confidence are you born with it or is it something that you start to build upon as you get older and older so for me obviously because i'm the only person here on my podcast i'm always i'm always just like talking like you guys are in the room like i'm like okay well i'll go first <laughs> and it's like well you're you're the only person that's going to talk this whole time for me confidence was something that i had to grow into something that i was taught um and i observed growing up i was very 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 shy and when i say shy like i was the kind of shy where like i was always like to my sister i was like please go and ask them like i can't like i'd, I'd be like i can't do it i would cry sam's club when we could go get a free cookie i'd be like i can't like i can't and it was like the silliest thing like and i get it a lot of people are gonna be like you're just a kid and you're young but it's like it really is just asking for a cookie and is it the fear of rejection or is it just because i'm shy like what's let's really dissect that but I was confident in like the way of like, I was just, I was a brat when I was younger. It was my way of the highway. I was a brat. I was just dipping and doing my own thing. But, um, I wasn't, I wouldn't like speak up a lot. And I always regret that from like things that happened when I was a kid, from things that I observed with other people, besides speaking up for my sister, when people would talk to her, or say anything about her. Everybody else, I was like, oh, I don't know if I should say something. I don't know if I should do that. And it turned into just me keeping my mouth shut and being more of like a, just a mute person when it came to certain things. Like, I would run my mouth for whatever with my friends. Like, it's that's not what I'm talking about. But it's like when I would see other people being treated a certain way. I'm that person where I'm like, I don't tolerate that. I don't in my mind. But now that I'm older, I don't tolerate it out loud. I'm like, hey, like, why are you saying that? I will call you out right here now. Like if somebody's like, I'm dumb. I'm like, you are not dumb. If somebody's like, that person is this. I'm like, no, they are not. Don't talk to them like that. I don't care anymore because I know how I want to be treated. I know how I want others to be treated. The same as me. Fair, equal, genuine. I will not stand for that. But when I was younger, I just wasn't like that. And so confidence really came from me becoming a store manager, having to pull up my big girl pants and having to have really hard conversation with people and being in the room when my boss had to let somebody go and being like there for that and being like, oh my gosh, like this is happening. Um, and yeah, it just came from style. To be honest with you, I always like, I'm always like, look good, feel good. I'll never not say that. And we're going to get into that later with another topic that my friend sent in to me. Shout out to Jasmine. Um, but clothes really helped with confidence of like, when I'm in a cute outfit, there is nothing I can't do. When I have my little boots on in the wintertime, don't step to me. Like, unless you're going to give me $100, don't talk to me. I've got, I'm on a mission. I'm doing my thing. But definitely confidence is, oh, dang, I'm a minute left. How does this happen? Um, I definitely grew into having more confidence, more confidence in talking to people, more confidence in myself, more confidence in like the way that I talk. Um, I'm not saying that I never second guess myself, but I work in the wedding industry. I'm always having to talk to people. I'm always having to give people the tough news or whatever. And so I'm very confident in what I do. I'm very confident in how I speak to people. And that's an exciting thing to have because I don't think I ever thought I would be like that when I was younger. And now that I am, I'm so grateful. But I, I think that to go back to the actual question, are you born or is it something that you have to work on? 
yes, I think some people are born confident. And that's awesome and it's great. And there's the rest of us who are not. And like, you just got to work on it. Again, dress so that you feel good, so that you feel confident. Um, and just start treating people around you how you want other people to be treated. Speak up. N- listen, if you speak up and somebody like, the odds of somebody yelling at you are very, very, very low, to be honest with you. Like, unless they are a literal narcissist, like a douchebag, like you're not going to get yelled at. And guess what? If they yell at you, cool. Literally cool. Like you raised your voice to say something that you could have said in a normal voice. Like the joke is little. I want, I literally want to laugh when people start yelling. I'm like, why are you raising your voice? You're actually hurting your vocal cords for no reason for me. An honor. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know. So I think it's both. I think it's both. Um, well, let me know your thoughts. Okay, next. Let's do, let's do are we in a simulation? Because this really, really, really sends me over the roof, the rooftop, the rooftop, <laughs> sends me over the edge, sends me over the edge of the rooftop. <laughs> oh my gosh, like, sometimes I was driving the other day and I literally was just thinking like cars. And I'm just like, if people from the 1900s saw cars or 1800s saw cars, they would have a brain aneurysm because I don't think that they could physically wrap their mind around the fact that like, We used to literally just have a horse and carriage. And before that, they just walked everywhere. (laughs) Like, I know that sounds, everyone's like, well, done. It's like, so dumb. But it's like, no, seriously, the progressiveness and how fast things are progressing. Like, guys, the iPhone, I don't think, I think the first iPhone came out when I was born. It might be wrong. I was born in 1996, which is crazy to say. But it's like, around that time, the first iPhone came out. And then after that, things just are, I feel like everything is like ramped up in technology. And like, I don't remember a lot of that because I was a baby, obviously, because I'm super young. But like, when I was younger, I don't even know, like, there's Wi-Fi everywhere now. When I was younger, I don't think Wi-Fi worldwide, like when I'm talking, I'm like talking everywhere, coffee shops, Target, anywhere you go, there's Wi-Fi, venues, whatever. And I don't feel like that's how it was when I was a kid. I don't know. Because I remember there would still be the dial tone. Like, I saw the dial tone when I was younger. And that was, like, pretty rare because I'd go to my friend's houses. But, like, getting on Wi-Fi when I was younger was so hard. I literally could not figure it out. I was like, I don't even know what's happening here. I don't know what's happening in the metaverse. But I could see, like, a lot of people are sometimes, like, we live in a simulation. Because it's, like, how the heck did we, like, how do we even have Wi-Fi? Like, I don't understand how you're telling me it's in the air. People are like, well, Wi-Fi is, like, in the air. And I'm like, I don't know. That doesn't make sense. How is it in the air? Like, well, the monks, no. How did somebody one day just be like, I'm going to build a satellite? Huh? You're joking me. Like, we're in a simulation. And obviously, I'm a believer. So I don't believe that. But sometimes when people be saying something like that, you got to give them just like a few seconds and just let them explain themselves. Because you're like, you actually might be on to something. Because I'm terrified. I'm actually terrified. I was just like, so many things i'm just like how do we have mri machines like how are you able to see into my body how 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 are you things that blow my mind open heart surgery how are you able to open my heart i just doesn't make sense and we're in a simulation like they're playing with us we're puppets i don't know it's just crazy like 
the TV is something that always baffles me. I'm just like, how is the TV commercials? Like, how, how is there like one commercial for certain areas during like a football game? It's like you're watching the same game, but then they have specific commercials. How? It doesn't make sense, guys. If we're living in a simulation, fine. Fine. But like, oh, like I just don't understand how we went from building pyramids to Teslas, like to cars that charge. Like it, it's just not adding up. Something's not adding up. I mean, I just, listen, if we're in a simulation, babe, somebody drop me into like the part of the story where I meet the most handsomest man in the world who has a truck, likes to line dance, um, who will pick me up and wants to adopt kids. That's pretty much, drop me into that simulation. I don't even care. Like I will go to sleep, drop me into a new simulation. Fine. I'm fine with that. I actually don't mind at all. But I don't know. Like, it's just sometimes you get into like these down like the rabbit holes of these things. And you're like, wait a minute, you could have like an actual point here. Like you could be onto something. And that actually terrifies me. <laughs> Keeps me up at night sometimes. Oh my gosh, guys, it's about to be the time. Guys, it's, it's about to be the time. It's 45. And I think I'm just going to do one more. I did have a couple more, which is like the alpha males and actor strike, but we can talk about that another day. I want to get into modesty. My friend Jasmine sent me this one in on Instagram. Shout out. I think she was the only person who sent me and sent me this in and I was like, I'm using it because it's such a good discussion and I was trying to go over five minutes, but let me just give you background. I grew up as a Christian and I grew up more on the stricter side of modesty and fashion and it's I can't you can't even really call it fashion I'm not I'm not trying to knock anybody or be mean but it's like it's not fashion it's just clothes at that point which is fine like if you wear clothes to wear clothes shout out like ain't nobody mad at you ain't nobody can judge you that's your thing but I remember my mom didn't really like dress in super cute clothes and that's kind of just mom sometimes like they're they've got so much going on that spending time to pick out a really cute outfit is just not in the books and I understand that now that I'm older but she didn't really start dressing cute until she met um the man that she's married to now but growing up I was wasn't allowed to wear short shorts which makes sense church I wasn't allowed to wear for a long time I wasn't allowed to wear skinny jeans I was it was boot cut season for me growing up um couldn't wear spaghetti straps um couldn't wear a shirt without an undershirt underneath it couldn't wear I only could wear Bermuda shorts to church which are the shorts that are like barely above your knees like and I'm only saying that because like a lot of people don't know what those are they're like what's that and I'm like oh let me explain to you they sit right above your knee and they basically should just be khakis at this point um and yeah so I grew up very modest dresses had to be um to the knee or long no body con like no form-fitting clothes like nothing like that so I remember when I started making my own money when I'm like 14 15 and I started shopping at rue 21 and if you guys don't know what rue 21 is it was life I don't think there's any other there's that many rue 21s open at this point in time but for me and my sister they were the vibe why well, I've not taken a whole sip of water in forever um but my sister and I would go there on payday and we'd go and they had they just basic cute shorts. I thought I was 
vibing. I thought it was so cute. And I'm going to give myself props like for not having a fashion taste at all and having nobody to look up to fashion wise. I did the best that I could. I didn't say that I was the cutest, the hottest, the prettiest, whatever. I just did the best that I could. And I'm just going to have to give my younger self that like, I'm not going to be that hard on my younger self because I didn't, I wasn't on Pinterest pinning super cute, like street, street style outfits. I was just going off of whatever was there that I could afford. And that's okay. It really is okay. But fast forward to, um, moving out, moving to to Iowa with my sister, working at a, at a retail store, then moving to California. Um, I went into like a short phase when I was in Iowa with my sister where I was like kind of just trying like whatever because I was going through it. I was really going through it. I just stopped talking to my mom and I was like, I'm wearing whatever, I'm doing whatever. And I felt free. I really did. I felt amazing. I didn't feel like a hoe, which is what I assume, which is kind of how I would feel when I would ever, I remember one time I bought this super tight, short dress from Hollister. It was a small, it was like, kind of a like a lacy print blue dress I'll try to find a picture of it and throw it up for you guys and I thought I was the ish I wore it to church I wore these like tan closed toed heels from palace and I kept asking my mom I was like am I allowed to wear this and she just let me wear it. and I was so uncomfortable the whole day why because I knew that like my mom didn't want me to wear it and I was at church and I knew that nobody else was wearing what I was wearing and I wish I just held my head high and just gone in there and been like this is what I'm wearing I remember everyone was like you look so cute and blah 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 and I just kept like pulling on my dress and stuff because I wasn't used to wearing that and I wasn't comfortable in my own skin now do you need to wear short dresses and tight things to feel comfortable in your own skin no but you do need to wear things that make you feel comfortable period and we're going to circle back to modesty. I'm just trying to round out the story. But moving forward, I did whatever when I was in Iowa. Short shorts and, and boots and tanks. I loved it. Loved it, loved it, loved it. And then I got into Bible college. And I was like, I I know what Bible college is. I grew up in a Calvary. I was going to a Calvary Bible college. So I went back to wearing jeans, t-shirt, basic girl. I had checkered print vans, slide slip vans, um, light wash skinny jeans, and striped t-shirts and that's pretty much all I wore in Bible college with a with a denim jacket because that's what everybody else was wearing and I that was it and I was modest I was covered up I wore long dresses long skirts I was a covered up girly was I comfortable no I was always like is this cute is this in is that it is that him so circling back to modesty do I believe in modesty do I practice modesty I'm gonna break it down for you guys And if you agree with me, amazing. And if you don't, amazing. I don't ever want to go back to feeling uncomfortable in my own skin. I'm not interested in that. I'm also not interested in making others around me feel uncomfortable. So for me, when it comes to modesty, I try to dress as cute as possible, but with others in mind. So that means if I'm at church, I'm not wearing a low cut t-shirt or like you can wear, you can, I'm not trying to get too nitpicky and call anybody out because I don't care Wear what you want. I'm not here to judge you. But for me, I'm going to wear my longer skirts. I want to wear my jeans. I want to wear my like dress pants, whatever. When I am at church, why I'm at church and I don't need to show off. No one cares. They don't care. Honestly, I don't want to be rude. I know, and I'm not going to be rude, but 
if you want to know what my real thoughts and opinions are, text me or call me and I will tell you the truth. But it's not a big deal. I don't need to be hot or sexy there, so it's fine. When I work for the weddings, there's a dress code. Doesn't matter. But when I'm out on the street and I'm like going like line dance or whatever, I'm wearing whatever I feel comfortable in. I'm wearing strapless shirts. I'm wearing spaghetti strap tanks. I'm wearing crop tops. I'm wearing shorter shorts. And if I feel comfortable wearing it, I'm going to wear it. If I don't feel comfortable wearing it, I won't. And I think that I can have that mindset because I was raised dressing modest. So for the most part, like I don't, I don't really have boobs. So there's not much to see. And I don't really want to wear short shorts because I don't feel comfortable with my like cheeks out. Do I wear shorts that people, that a lot of people at church would be like, those are super short. Of course, of course. But that's like based on their standards and that's fine. I'm not dressing for them and I'm not going to wear them around them. But I, again, am not dressing to make anybody stumble. And if you don't know what that means, please message me and ask me, but like, I'll give you the short version. Believers believe, so Christians believe that, you know, we're not to stumble our brothers or our sisters either way. So meaning stumbling is in making somebody lust after you or commit like a sin in their mind. And so dressing more modest helps with men not kind of like have certain thoughts about you or lust for you or whatever. Um, and I struggled with that for a long time because I was like, why do I, and I'm going over, sorry about that, but it's like, I'm going to try to wrap it up. But it's like, why do I have to dress for guys? Why do I have to cover up for men? Why don't they watch their, their eyes? But it's not just about those guys at church. It's about people and men on the street and they are sharks. They're, they're just staring and staring and staring you down and honestly undressing you with their mind. And I don't like that feeling, which is why I dress that I, the way that I dress. I don't really dress super scandalous when I'm going out out because I don't really want people looking at me like that. It makes me uncomfortable. Me personally, you dress how you want, period. But for me, modesty is, is in the eye of each individual. You've got to figure out what that means for you and also what your intentions are. Are your intentions to make somebody like stop and stare at you and undress you with their eyes? Then I want to rethink that um, if you're a Christian, just from a Christian standpoint. And are you just dressing because it's cute and you're comfortable in it? Then you're fine. And it's always it always goes back to conviction of the Holy Spirit. Like is the Holy Spirit knocking on the door of your heart and being like, hey, why are you wearing that? And then you're going to be like, oop. But I, I don't really get that very often because I, again, I was raised so strict that I'm always, I'm still always second guessing, like, should I wear that? Should I wear this? Can I do that? Can I do that? Um, and so again, I want to be comfortable in my skin. Like God created me, God created me with curves. And like, I spent all this time at the gym and like, for what? To cover up? Heck no. Mm -mm. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And I'm always just like, men will be men and they will look. And I think that, again, it's always about your intentions. If you're trying to make somebody fall and stumble and drool over you, maybe rethink the outfit. But if you were just trying to go out in like a little cute dress with your girls and have a good time and you're minding your own business and somebody's drooling over you, that's on them. You can't do anything about that. Like I, I trust me guys, I could talk about this for hours, days and years. That's why I went over the five minutes. But it's like, I used to get so frustrated when I used to hear that. I'm just like, why do I have to change my style for a man? 
I'm already doing so much. I have a period. I'm going to have a baby. Like, you know, this and that. Like, I have the cramps. I feel like I'm dying. And he's over there just skipping around and women are covering up for who? For what? For you? No. I'm not doing it. I don't have time for that. I literally do not have time for that. Um, so that's my thoughts on modesty. You can message me, text me, call me if you want to talk about it. And if you disagree with me, that's okay. That's totally fine. I'm not going to be hurt by it. I get it. I get it. We were all raised differently. And like, I grew up with a lot of friends who just like wore whatever. And I was like, mom, like, I just want to be like those girls. And like, I just want to wear whatever. And it was the only reason I said it's nice or I was raised so strictly with that is because like when I started wearing stuff that was like tighter and shorter, I feel like it was like I stepped into like a new part of being a woman and it was fun. It was like a new advancement. Like I was like, I leveled up and I liked that. Like when I, I don't even like remember the first time I wore a spaghetti strap, but I remember the first time I wore a um, strapless like dress and I was just kept being like, whoa, this is living. I remember when I got a bikini and not just like, like a bikini, like a bikini, like up my butt felt so confident felt so beautiful and i don't want to not feel like that i don't want to feel like i'm pulling on my shorts and pulling my shirt down and this and that i don't want to feel like that it just makes me feel so uncomfortable so unhappy and i don't want to live like that anymore sorry not sorry um but i don't know that's my thoughts and guys that's been honesty hour um let me know what you think Guys, I literally had dinosaurs on the list, alpha males, actors strike, a few other things, and I couldn't even get to it because I already had talked about all these other topics. But let me know what you think. Let me know if you think we've been to the moon. Let me know if you think we're in a simulation. Let me know if you think, like, like if you think family vlogs should come to an end because I think we need to close that chapter. Like, let's just close that chapter. Let's close the book. Let's end of story. We're done with that. Let's go on strike. Let me know what you guys think. But also, let me know your thoughts on the man with the boots. I want to hear all of it don't be don't feel like trying to hold back for my own sake i don't care i'm so over it i love that time of life i'm so glad i got to share it with you guys but like don't worry i'm not hurt i'm not crying like tell me, tell me the tea tell me the tea if you want to know his name i'll give you his name like just text me anyways i love you guys i hope that you've enjoyed this episode of with peace and love and you know i cannot wait to hang out with you guys next week on another episode okay bye guys